Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. As soon as it was, the compassion of the Lord was made known in healing, that He found that people came from every quarter, from the Methodist quarter, from the Baptist quarter, from the Catholic quarter, from the Christian Science quarter, from the Unity quarter, from the Spiritualist quarter, from the Jewish quarter, from the poor man's quarter, from the rich man's quarter, I'm quoting Bosworth, and from every quarter, hallelujah, to be healed. And so it should be, it should be so. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, God's Healing Mercy. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So now let's see the result of this one man's testimony given to advertise the Lord's compassion. You turn back to the 15th chapter of Matthew, the 30th to 31st verses, and really, uh, if you just read the text, you won't know that without examining the chapter closely, but that it, it happened here in, in Decapolis where he told him to go tell it. And great multitudes, now I insert in Decapolis, this is in Decapolis, came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them, insomuch that the multitudes wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Hallelujah. Now, here's some interesting facts to notice, that it was not their being sick, as some teach today, but their being healed that caused the great multitude to glorify the God of Israel. Brother Bosworth, who wrote Christ the Healer, and he has a chapter in that book on the Lord's compassion. In fact, I got my outline from that chapter. He makes this statement. He says, Oh, how much glory would come to God, as well as blessings to the world, if every minister today would present clearly the Bible promises for healing to the sick. And then as soon as each one was healed, he in turn published the Lord's compassion throughout his Decapolis. Hallelujah. Brother Bosworth went on to say, In a short time, thousands upon thousands everywhere who are now sick would obtain faith in Christ for healing. It would then again be said of the multitudes that they glorified God, the God of Israel. Now I'm continuing to quote from Brother Bosworth. He said, it stated concerning this man that he published. Well, in those days they didn't have printing presses and so on. He published it by just telling it. That's what Jesus told him to go tell. He published the Lord's compassion. Hallelujah. Brother Bosworth said some oppose and write articles against us. He's talking about his ministry there and yesterday. For publishing the testimonies of those who are miraculously healed. He asked the question, what is the matter? Is there anything wrong in obeying the Lord's command to make known his deeds among the people? Since Jesus died to open the way for his mercies to reach all the needs of man we surely ought to be willing for them to know it. Hallelujah. Brother Bosworth went on to say, one would think to read some of the books and articles that have been written and uh, 
the same thing's true today as was true then. That it's a crime to let the people know about the Lord's compassion. But thank God it isn't. Hallelujah. It's our duty. It's our duty to do so. Hallelujah. Now, you'll notice in these scriptures that we have been reading and looking at as a result of the healings that took place, uh, Jesus' healing fame spread abroad. And you'll read there at the end of that first chapter, Mark, down that 45th verse. I didn't read that far, but you'll read right at the end of that 45th verse. It says, they came to him from every quarter. And then you'll notice in these other scriptures that it talks about a multitude and a great multitude. And it says, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And so you'll find that when people find out, same thing's true today, that the same compassion of Jesus is at work today, they're, they're ready to come follow him. And uh, Brother Bosworth went on to say that in, in his day, in his meetings, as soon as it was the compassion of the Lord was made known in healing, that he found that people came from every quarter, from the Methodist quarter, from the Baptist quarter, from the Catholic quarter, from the Christian Science quarter, from the Unity quarter, from the Spiritualist quarter, from the Jewish quarter, from the poor man's quarter, from the rich man's quarter, I'm quoting Bosworth, and from every quarter, hallelujah, to be healed. And so it should be, it should be so. Hallelujah. Now, another thing that I noticed Brother Bosworth made mention of, that, uh, that uh, some of those early day ministers, uh, they all had problems along this line. I remember reading after uh, uh, Sister Woodworth Edder, who was mightily used of God as a woman evangelist at the turn, well, before the turn of the century, from about 1885 and then on up to 1922 or three. And uh, she was an evangelist at first and got people saved. And, and, and when God began to deal with her about ministering healing, because people started getting healed sort of automatically in her service, she thought, you know, well, she's out to get people saved. That is going to take away from the salvation, you know, the, the, the people being born again ministry. But, uh, you know, she found out to her utter amazement that where she reached uh, a few score of people with the salvation message that when she began to preach divine healing, she got hundreds of them saved. And Brother Bosworth pointed out the same thing. He said, because, see, he was in the ministry and believed uh, sort of uh, uh, maybe not as strongly in divine healing as he did later. But he thought the same thing, you see, that he's an evangelist and that it would hinder, you know, to go, go to preaching healing and ministering to the sick by laying on of hands and anointing oil would maybe hinder his evangelistic ministry. See, he didn't know what we know. And we've learned a lot about what we know from him and others. But he said he found out that when he obeyed the Lord and began to speak more boldly concerning Christ's compassion and willingness to heal the sick, that he got more people saved in one week's time than he did in a whole year beforehand. Hallelujah to Jesus. And it, it, it worked. What, what brought the crowds and the multitudes here? It was the Lord's compassion to heal that was displayed. Isn't that what brought the crowd? You will find out that the same thing's true today in present day healings as was true in healings in those days. Now here's something else Brother Bosworth said. I want to quote. He said, if Christ and his apostles 
could not draw the multitudes without miracles, does he expect any more from us? He went on to say, instead of the ministry of healing diverting from the more important matter of salvation, we've seen more happy conversions in a single week than we ever saw in a whole year of evangelistic work during the years before the Lord led us to preach this part of the gospel in a bolder and more public way. Hallelujah. I remember I was uh, preaching in uh, Dallas, Texas on one occasion. Well, in fact, I was there in, uh, you know, for seven whole weeks in a meeting. And a pastor had a daily radio program and most all time, that whole time, I spoke on, on his radio program. Then he went away on a leave of absence, and, uh, and I stayed on to preach there at the church. I ran day services right on through for another three months after the seven weeks was over. We was there 23 weeks altogether with day teaching service at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then after the seven weeks revival, though, with services each night except Saturday, well, then I preached Sunday morning, Sunday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night, uh, and Friday night, and radio every day. And I was preaching some of these same truths about healing, and so a lady wrote in, and said, why do you preach so much about healing? You know, because that's about all I was preaching on the radio. She said, uh, don't you know, you know, that being born again, remission of sins and the new birth is the most important thing. You know, that's what you ought to be preaching instead of preaching. Why, you know, do you? And she wanted me to answer you, see. So I answered her by letter and also answered her on the radio. And I said, just read her letter. So somebody wrote in, why do you preach so much about healing? Don't you know it's more important to get people saved? I said, that's the reason I preach on healing. Because you see, I, as I went on to explain that I began my ministry as Baptist, I was healed, believed in healing, prayed for the sick by laying on the hands and anointing the oil. I, I prayed for them privately. I didn't pray for them publicly in the Baptist church. But I did preach it publicly. And I, my message, my main message, is what we call evangelistic type of message. We got a few people saved. But I said, since I have followed the Lord, in just like Bosworth did, more boldly proclaiming, hallelujah, his willingness to heal, where I used to get 10 people saved, I get 100 saved. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. So I'm getting more people saved than ever did before. In fact, I said I get, in one year's time, said on the radio now, in one year's time preaching on healing, I got more people saved in one year than I did 15 years put together before. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan, Casting All of Your Cares Upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of $20. That's $6.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
7-4-1-5-0. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, guess what? Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Rainbow lights are going on in the park, and there will be over 2 million, million lights. On this campus, all on over. On this campus, park. yes. But the park where oh, you walk through, guys. walk across that bridge with that canopy of lights that are all set to music, and then as you're walking across over to your left on the, on the hillside there yes. is all the, all, all the lights all set to the music. It's just fantastic. Then you can drive around the campus or walk around it. Or uh, there's a guy that comes in with his horses and carriages yes. and he sets up over in the corner over there and you can take a carriage ride. That's right. Hey, it all starts at about 6 o'clock on Wednesday night, November the 27th, and it runs until... 11 o'clock on January the 1st, That's 11 right. o'clock that night, p.m. And, you know, some people may say, why do you light up the campus at Christmas? Well, Jesus is the light of the world. Yeah. And we just let this be just a, a sign that Jesus is the light of yeah. the world. Hey, you, you, you want to come and see it. They come from all over Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, all over. I see, I see church buses and I see buses with uh, Kansas yes. license tags and, and Arkansas and Missouri. And Texas. And Texas. Yes. Uh, people come to see the lights. In fact, my son said, I don't know, I don't keep up with that stuff, but he said they have been voted in the in the, one of the top ten best light displays in in the in the United nation. States. So yes. praise yes. the Lord, yes. Amen. So you need to come and see him, and then right after that you can join uh, in the Rama Bible Church for Hour of Power. That's right. Right. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on God's healing mercy. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.